0: The Lord be with you. (laughs) A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. At that time, Jesus exclaimed, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to little ones. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. The gospel of the Lord.
1: To you, Lord Jesus Christ. Good morning. We are so blessed to have lights and sound and live stream, thanks to electricity. Blessed to have electricity. Now, some of you may be like, where's he going with this? Well, yesterday we had the power outage, right? Some of you got emails you heard about, so it came back on for the five o'clock mass, but we had a power outage, and this power outage hit right before a 2 p.m. wedding. Right before a 2 p.m., but it didn't put a damper on it at all. At all. It was the most beautiful wedding because it was under candlelight. I mean, it was like the Easter vigil. You know, it was kind of like, wow! And the bride came down and you couldn't quite see the bride and here comes the bride and everybody's there and the, it's just, it was just beautiful. And I'm sitting there under, reading under candlelight and iPhones are going on to read the readings and all that, but it was just, hey. And so it's something that could be kind of like, oh wow, well, this happened, this happened to me, this is hard, I don't know, how do I deal with it? It's ruined my day. But the positive thing about it, in looking at it as followers of Jesus Christ, our lives are not powered by electricity. They're powered by love. We are powered by love. And sometimes that power meter can get kind of a low and we feel it, and we all feel it in different ways. Things come at us maybe because we... Do certain things that we shouldn't do, and it comes back at us, and it hurts, or other people do things to us, and all that, and it can be tough. And life truly can be burdensome, and we feel like that power meter is really low, independent of our age, independent of our state of life. And so, those words of Jesus to us today that are real—it's—it's it's not pageantry. Deacon Michael proceeding to read the gospel and all that. It's to draw attention that, get ready, Jesus is gonna speak to you and me. It's like last night at the five o'clock, you know, right, right, as, right as the gospel was about ready to be read, uh, somebody had an amber alert on their phone. Pay attention, you know. It's like the Holy Spirit saying, pay attention, right? But sometimes it, that meter can get low. And so, where do we go? We come to the source, and that's Jesus Christ. God is love, and where there's love, there is God. And so we come, and it's more than just gathering on a Sunday, just trying to check a block. We know that. It's gathering on a Sunday to get connected in a relationship with a God who loves us, independent of where we are, and wants us to take that love out in the world, so we get powered up with his love in order to bring his love to our world. So Jesus speaks to you and me today, and he says, come to me which you've done. It's great that you're here, that we're here. I need it as much as you do. But I get to do it three times today, and I love it. 11 o'clock after this, and then 5 o'clock in the evening. It's beautiful. Come to me, all you who are labored and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Learn from me. For I'm meek and humble of heart. This morning, I just want to cling to one word for you and I, just to reflect on one word in what Jesus says to us today, and maybe a little more understanding of that word and how we can apply that word to, word to our life as followers of the way, as disciples of our Lord. Meekness. Meekness. Where do we go to find out what meekness means, what meekness is? Well, our beloved Lord preached that. At one moment in time, he climbed up a mountain at the beginning of his public ministry, and he said, blessed are the meek. Blessed are the meek, for they shall possess the land. Blessed are the meek, for they shall possess the land. Thousand some odd or more years later, Archbishop, venerable Archbishop Fulton Sheen wrote a book that I recommend reading. It's a real short one, a great summer read. But it's called The Cross and the Beatitudes, Lessons on Love and Forgiveness. And he draws the tie between what Jesus preached on the Mount of Beatitudes, those Beatitudes, and the seven last words on the cross. Two mountains, beginning of his public ministry and end of his public ministry. And in his book, he says this, meekness, meekness is not weakness. It's not cowardliness. Meekness is not a spineless, I got no backbone passivity, but meekness is self-possession. And sometimes that word can be confusing, self-possession. What do we mean by that? It's one of the fruits, 12 fruits of the Holy Spirit. We get powered by God's love and we bear fruit as we go out in the world. And one of those fruits is self-control. Self-control. Meekness is a self-control. It's like a racehorse with all the power to just take off in any one direction but properly channeled, it can win the Kentucky Derby. Woo! All that power. Meekness is strength. Meekness is strength. Our beloved Lord, in his life on this earth, never defended himself. If any word came at him from anybody, If any blow came to his cheek or above all the blows on the cross, he went to the cross like a lamb led to slaughter. He didn't, he did not go back at people. Yet there was times when our beloved Lord in his meekness, in his meekness defended people went to the defense of the weakest, of the lepers who were cast out and nobody wanted to touch, he touched. The sinners, great sinners and tax collectors, he went and had meals with them. He's the one who said when everybody wanted to hold the children back, he says, do not hold them back, let the little ones come to me, for to them belongs the kingdom of God. He's also the one that cried out that anyone who does some smallest little thing to lead one of these little ones away from me. It's better that they have a millstone cast around their neck and they be cast into the sea. Jesus went to the defense of the most vulnerable because he knew where he was going. He was going to the cross for everybody. Jesus in his mission then, and his mission that continue, continues now, seated at the right hand of the Father, truly communicated to us that it's not ever us against them, us against another human being created in God's image and likeness who Jesus died for too, but it is us against the evil one. The evil one that can pull us astray that can confuse people and distort consciences and ideas where the people seem to be pursuing a good that is actually evil, a truth that is actually a lie. Jesus goes to the breach to bring the light of his truth into that, and he wants his disciples to do the same, but with a meek heart like his, a courageous heart like his, a loving heart like his, that doesn't hate the person that may be doing the atrocity, but loves the person to such such a strength that wants to shine light on the lie and the shadows and the darkness to help them bring them to the glorious splendor of the truth. Meekness is not weakness. Meekness is strength, is courage, is self-possession. Jesus never went to defend himself, but he went to the defense of others. My brothers and sisters in Christ, if you have not heard about or had an opportunity yet to go see the movie Sound of Freedom, go see it. I don't have time to talk about the whole movie, but I mentioned it last week, and a bunch of people went Jim Caviezel, who played in The Passion of the Christ, is a key actor in that. It's very important to be informed of an evil going on, a tragedy going on world of human trafficking. A human trafficking of children. A real crime to humanity. A 152 billion dollar industry A form of slavery that's greater than than when slavery was legal. And it's going on under our eyes. If you haven't seen the movie Sound of Freedom, go see it. And if you don't have time to go see it, get a ticket to send a message all the way over there to that west coast saying we don't want movies that are leading little ones away. Courage. Meekness. There's ways to stand up for things. For the truth. Jesus did that. Living meekness. In the greatest of ways. He didn't just preach it. He practiced it. When he mounted the cross. When at the end of his public life. He mounted the cross out of love for you and me, and it wasn't the nails that kept him on the cross, it was his love for you, me, and all humanity. Every single human being that he created, he's the one who said, I was in prison and you visited me. So the greatest of crimes of someone, that person is called to forgiveness, called to mercy, called to conversion. Jesus wants every soul with him in the next life, and he knows the one who is the adversary, and he sends us, the advocate. That's what St. Paul speaks about in Romans. The Spirit of God is within you, the Holy Spirit is within you, and if the Holy Spirit can lead us to, to do good, evil spirits can lead people to do bad. We are part of the greatest ever search and rescue mission. It's an awesome mission, and it's one that Jesus won, once and for all, on the cross, when he gave the greatest example of meekness, when his first cry from the cross was, Father, Abba, Daddy, forgive them. They know not what they do. If that's not Jesus crying out from the cross, it's not us against them, it's us against the evil one. Daddy, forgive them, they know not what they do because if they really knew what they were doing, they wouldn't do it. And Jesus took the blows, the sins of all humanity in our own lives, and in what we witnessed in our world around us, it all came down on him. And as followers of Jesus Christ in our own, own way, we're called to do the same. Let me put in a little example of. A simple story that Fulton in the cross and the beat. There's 5,000 people lined up in a row, in a row. And there's one dynamic leader that is speaking and encouraging people to sow division, hate, Everything to divide people, and we can see it in our world. You hear sayings like hate is hate, love is love. Listen, if you love, truly love, you will love like Jesus because anything other than that, anything other than that, anything that results in a fist going in front of somebody and punching somebody, that ain't love. Violence is not love. Burning things down is not love. So imagine 5,000 people lined up and you got somebody telling everybody what to do. This is how we're gonna do it. This is how you're gonna take these people's property. This is how you're gonna, you're, gonna, you're gonna do this and get this for you. It's all about you. You, you, you. Get it, get it. You have a right to it. The first person in that line of 5,000 gets fired up, turns around, punches the second person. Second person turns around, punches the third. Third person punches the fourth. It goes on and on and on, maybe to the 50th person. And then someone stands there and takes the punch. And then offers them the other side and takes the punch. And then offers them the other side and takes the punch and says, I am not gonna turn around and throw a punch to the person behind me. I'm not gonna do it. That's, there's an amber alert. Pay attention. I hear the amber alert. It's somewhere over there. Pay attention. That's what Christianity is all about imitating Jesus, taking the blows as much as they can hurt us, and not turning around and throwing the blows, but standing in the breach for the weak, for the marginalized for those that are hurting and being willing to take the blows, even if they're morally, even if they're coming at us psychologically or physically, we're here. Jesus, give me the strength. And if we live as followers of Jesus Christ in that way, our love meter, will we will need to go to a source and say, help me learn from you, Jesus. Help me learn from you so I too, with the help of your grace, can be meek, meek, and humble of heart. Meekness is not weakness. It's self-control. Amen.